What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the, uh, to the to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host, Justin Roman, and guys, today I'm going to be continuing my NFL mock draft for the New York Giants. Um, guys, uh, today I'm going to be uh, sticking on the offensive side of the ball today, and um, <clears throat> and guys, I'm going to be uh, addressing the running back position um, once again. Um, yeah, I know it stings a little bit, because uh, we, look, and no one knows for sure if the Giants are going to keep Saquon Barkley, you know, you know, for next season, so, you know, this is just in case that happens, you know, um, but guys, I, I want to talk about, uh, this kid out of, out of Pitt, um, out of Pittsburgh, um, um, this is a guy that, um, a lot of people have been talking about, you know, um, and, uh, I want to talk about him, uh, I want to talk about him, you know, um, his name is Israel Abanakanda, running back out of Pitt, you know, um, and a lot of you guys were very, um, you guys were trying to know why I wasn't talking about this guy. Well, you know, I have a lot of, I have a lot of players, you know, to talk about, you know, um so you know, so I you know, I think you know, um that's that, that's basically a reason why. You know, um look at guys, there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of great prospects coming out of this year's draft. You know, there's not going to only be one great, there's not going to be only one great prospect. You know, um, you never know. You never know. There might not be any good prospects in this draft, you know, but obviously I would be a fool for saying that, you know, because you got to find, you know, that's why, that's why teams, uh, draft players to find talent. Um, but I want to talk about this guy really quick. You know, um, and yeah, so here we go. Um, you know, so while I was, while I was watching this guy on tape, you know, um, I, I gotta say this, this kid out of Pittsburgh, he has emerged to me as one of the most dangerous offensive weapons in college football in 2022, you know, um, generally speaking, Unless he was stopped behind the line of scrimmage, there was a good chance he was going to run for a touchdown. You know, um, I feel like the Giants could certainly use more touchdown, <clears throat> more touchdowns in 2023. You know, in a pony package, uh, boasting with Barkley and a weapon like a Bandicanda could be incredibly dangerous. Now, obviously, the question is, will this guy land on the Giants' radar? I mean. He's five foot eleven, two hundred fifteen pounds. You know, um, he only played in thirty games, had three hundred ninety carries. Um, he had two, you know, he had two thousand, he had two thousand yards rushing. The, the the guy was averaging five point six yards per carry. You know, he had thirty eight receptions for three hundred fifty four total yards. He was averaging nine point three yards per catch. He had 31 touchdowns, 28 rushing touchdowns, three receiving touchdowns. You know, I like this guy. You know, um, 
I think the things I love about him, I love his vision. I love his contact balance. I love his quickness. I love his versatility. I love his yards after contact. And I love his big playability. I think the thing, you know, this guy doesn't really have a lot. Of, he doesn't have a lot of things to work on. I think the only thing he needs, he needs to work on is his power and his pass protection. You know, so I'm actually, when I look at this guy, I'm, I'm actually projecting him to be a starting running back in the NFL, at the NFL level with scheme versatility. You know, um, but look at um, Abanikanda, you know, this this guy only had one, he only has one season of real production, but, you know, he is coming off an incredibly productive junior season. You know, um, the, the, look at the, the 2022 season saw this guy produce 21 touchdowns and an average of 6.3 yards per touch. You know, this kid is a versatile runner who is capable of running out of inside and outside zone. <coughs> Excuse me. And man got blocking schemes. He also ran from the shotgun as well as out of the eye formation and was split out as a slot and wide receiver as well. You know, um, a band runs with great tempo and pacing behind the line of scrimmage. Literally allowing it, which allows allows his blockers to get in position. He has great vision and is able to anticipate defenders at the first, second, and third levels. He shows an instinctive understanding of how to alter his speed, stride, tempo, and frequency to manipulate defenders. You know, you know this kid. Look at this guy. Frequently, this guy frequently uses his path behind the line of scrimmage. To move defenders out of position before suddenly, you know, cutting and exploding through his uh, intended uh, running lane. You know, um, he has great quickness and agility and has the ability to drop his hips to change his center of gravity before making a cup. You know, um, this, you know, Abandakanda has excellent contact balance. You know, and is able to run through arm tackles and shoulder uh, checks, as well as running through the occasional stumble. You know, his vision, quickness, agility, and lower center of gravity allows him to turn uh, short hits into glancing blows. You know, and another thing I forgot to mention, this kid does a great job of anticipating contact and adjusting to allow himself to pick up yards after contact. You know... All now, since I said all that, you know, um, his, you know, his vision, his balance, and athleticism makes him a very difficult player to bring down once he crosses the line of scrimmage. You know, um, this kid's agility, explosiveness, and open field speed makes him a big play threat whenever he, when he, whenever he is able to find a silver of daylight. You know, now while I did. Now look at while this kid now while Abanikana is a versatile, explosive, and dangerous runner, he isn't without limitations. You know, um, he lacks great play strength and shouldn't be considered a short yardage runner. He isn't a weak runner, you know, but he just doesn't have the power to push the pile between the tackles. Nor should he be considered a batting ram of a running back or a bell cow, you know, um, this, you know, um, this kid can 
this kid can be brought down relatively easily if a defensive line or linebacker lineman or linebacker can meet him behind the line of scrimmage. You know, um, he is a willing pass protector, but needs to improve that area of his game. You know, this kid understands his role in pass protection and doesn't shy away from from the defenders. Uh, doesn't shy away from defenders, but he also doesn't come up to attack them. He, look, at, he he isn't a particularly stout pass protector, and it's more of a nonsense than anything else for defenders. Now, I feel like I feel like teams may also need to work with Abandonada as a receiver. You know, look at watching him, watching him, you know, play as a receiver or a slot receiver. He has, he, ha, he flashes some upside as a receiver, but wasn't used as one very often. You know, he was, he was mostly used as a target on screenplays or as a check down option and only averaged 12 catches per season, you know? So I'm going to give this guy an overall, I so I, I gave a Bandicanda, uh, an overall grade of 7.5. My projection, you know, like I said, this kid out of Pittsburgh, you know, I'm projecting him to be a starting running back with scheme versatility at the NFL level. You know, this kid is an incredibly dangerous runner who needs to be, <laughs> who needs to be stopped behind the line of scrimmage. You know, you can, you can, you can easily, you can easily say that this kid is more, you can see that you could, you could say that this guy is very much more comparable to uh, the Houston Texans running back in Damian Pierce. You know, even though Damian Pierce and Abandicano are two different running backs, Damian Pierce, he's a bell cow runner, you know, but like I said, this guy, even though he's not that big, you know, he plays like a big running back, you know, like I said, he'll take big hits and make them, he'll take big hits and make them look like they're nothing. You know, so I, you know, like if you have if you have a player like that, you know, or a player like Tony Pollard, you know, Tony Pollard's a little dude. He's he's small, but look how he plays like he's a he plays like he's a bell cow running back as well. You know, so we're gonna see what we're gonna see what happens. Uh, but back to what I was saying. Um, um you know, um. Look. Otherwise, he's a bi- he's a big play threat with the chance to score nearly every time he touches the ball. You know, this guy is able to run between the tackles on inside zone, counter or man gap runs as well as in as well as an outside zone. Now, he should be a fit for almost Look at this guy this kid should be a fit for almost any offense in the NFL. And should be able to contribute immediately as, you know, as a change of pace back, if not a starter. You know, I feel like team, I feel like teams will want a Bandicanda to improve his play strength at the NFL level. You know, he's a quick and determined runner, but he, he isn't a great option in short yardage, in short yardage situations. Likewise, he will need to work on his pass protection if he wants to see consistent snaps in obvious passing situations. Teams can use him as a receiving option, 
showing that he can run a diverse route, you know, a diverse route tree, which will help him gain their trust in him. As added value, you know, Bandicanda also has some experience as a kick returner and could have additional upside there. You know, the declining value of running backs in the draft could force Abanikina down big boards. He look at he I mean the guy only had one year of elite production, you know, and doesn't and doesn't have jaw dropping measurables. You know, so that being said, he he was su- he was such a consistently dangerous runner throughout his junior season that he should be a weapon immediately upon entering the NFL. So that's all I, that's all I uh, that's all I have to say about that. And yeah, guys, that's my NFL draft prospect for today. Israel Abanikanda, running back out of Pitt, uh, Pittsburgh. Let me know how you guys let me know how you guys feel about this guy. Um, me honestly, you know. Um, I'm just trying to make sure the Giants make the right decision on it. I'm, 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 just, I'm just trying to mark the, I'm just trying to name out the best running back prospects. If the Giants end up losing, Saquon Barkley, you know, um, you never know. Or maybe the Giants go in for agency and sign a running back. I don't know, you know, but obviously Saquon Barkley, you know, um, you guys heard me say yesterday that there's no. You guys heard me say yesterday that you can't find another Saquon Barkley. There's only going to be one Saquon Barkley. There's no other running back in this. There's no running back in the NFL that can reach Saquon Barkley's talent. You know? Oh, but hey, this guy, you know, he, he seems very... This guy seems like he can cover up some of the things that Saquon can do. I mean, he's a good play. He's a ver- he's very good in the backfield. He's a hard runner, you know. Um, but we're gonna have to see. Um, but yeah, guys, that's gonna be uh, that's all. I ha- that's gonna be that's gonna be all- the only thing I have for you today. Um, I will I will keep you guys updated uh, updated about Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, and hopefully. Hopefully, uh, the situation has gotten better because we are, we are reaching near the the franchise ta- uh, the franchise tag deadline. So we're gonna see what happens. But I hope you guys enjoyed this one. But until then, I'm out. Peace.